What a great show we have. What a Friday morning. I am so happy to be here in place of Maddie, who's off at a wedding right now, and I'm sure she's having a great time. But thank you so much for those pro tips on keeping our pooches safe. The hot weather's coming, and thank you for having that information for us. And that dog, B is just the most cutest thing in the world. That egghead is just the cutest. Thanks for everybody for tuning in today. And if you learned how to make dog cookies, well, great. You can bring that recipe into your own kitchen and make your dog a happy, happy pooch. So we love dogs here at TVA Vale. And don't forget to always adopt. If you want to get a good dog, go to the Eagle Vale Humane Society or the Animal Services because they're amazing, everybody. Tomorrow on TVA Vale, I have a very special guest, Sharon from A Wrinkle in Time. If you want to see how to make your skin look and feel better and if you want to fight that aging system, there is a way you can turn back the time with your skin and we'll show you how to do that. It's going to be a great experience for everybody. And we have some cold days ahead of us, but curl up with a good book through the Vail Valley Library District or get on over to see a good movie or do something great indoors no matter what you do. It's always a wonderful experience here in the Vail Valley. I want to thank Mark Sassy for being out and about and freezing his toes off this morning for us and that great interview with eyepieces. Say hi to Marengo, everybody. That is the pooch of the owner of the eyepiece. It's a super, super cute dog. And I just had a great morning with you guys. Filling in for Maddie is always a lot of fun. I try and fill her shoes. I don't know how great of a job I did. But I did burn my hand in the kitchen, so we're on a roll. And thank you very much for tuning in today. We have such a great show for you tomorrow over the weekend. Have a great evening, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back to our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. It seems a little odd, I guess, today to be given the fly fishing report while I'm dressed in my warmest ski clothing that I have because it's 16 degrees. Um, but as we stand here on Gore Creek, right here between the pedestrian bridge and the international bridge, there's always a lot of fish in this pool right here. Uh, I see a few of them just out here at the tail out of this, of this bucket, and they're probably feeding away. Like, it's just that time of the year. The fish are, uh, they've come out of their midwinter lethargy, you know, that happened probably the first of March and they fed like crazy and they're still feeding like mad right now. They're eating a lot of bugs because um, right around the corner they know that all the snow that's up on the mountain is going to melt, end up in the rivers and then for a period of, you know, three to four weeks and it may be different this year because of the amount of snowpack that we have, um, the rivers will get really big. I mean, really big in cubic feet per second really dirty and obviously very cold. So the fish feed a lot uh, right before the runoff, right after the winter lethargy, because they have to hunker back down for another handful of weeks down deep in the river. They don't feed a ton, and it's hard to fish for them when the water's like that. Um, but recently, we've had a handful of trips going out. We had a big trip go out yesterday. We had seven people, three of our guides, out of intern anglers, met up with their crew. None of them had fly fished before. It was a big family. Uh, and I had one of our senior guides, Tom Rushlow, send me some pictures from, from the event. Uh, one of the guys actually 
hooked the egg into his face, believe it or not. I got a photograph of that to start. You can see uh, that hook was barbless, so it was just a matter of popping it right out. But So I think that's a, a good thing to mention. Barbless hooks are important right now anytime because if you do hook yourself, um, instead of having to go to the hospital to get the hook removed because there's still a barb, um, go ahead and pinch the barbs down on all your hooks just to keep in mind. But here's some photos from that trip. Uh, Tom Rushlow, Mandy Hertzfeld, and Chase Hansen, three of our guides, took this group out. And I think they, the, these guys with Tom and with Chase, I think they said they, they touched or they hooked at least 50 fish. So even though it was a cool day and it was snowy and windy, uh, those fish are feeding midday pretty dramatically. So if you want to change gears a little bit while you're here visiting, if you're going to ski for a little bit, maybe go fish in the afternoon, give us a call because it is really, really good. Now, once again, as I mentioned, we have the snow melt coming our way. The river's going to get really big and dirty and cold. So things will shift for a little while in terms of trips that we offer. Um, we can still do wade trips. Float fishing right now, believe it or not, from a boat or a raft on the Colorado, sections of the Colorado from, let's say, Pump House, really all the way down to Stapridge, if not further down. Fishing pretty well, but once again, once the reservoirs are full, they're going to release water into the rivers and change the clarity. So we're really, we're up against a handful of, of obstacles that are, going to, that are going to set the stage for the spring fishing and when it really kicks into full gear. Usually, typically by the second week in June, right around the GoPro Mountain Games or right as they subside, the runoff is peaked and it starts to drop. Then the fishing gets really good all the way through the summer. But we don't know exactly how it's going to melt off with all the snow and how hot it's going to get and for how long it's going to stay that hot. All, these, all of these um, indicators will dictate how soon the fishing will return after the runoff subsides. When that's going to be, we don't know. But we'll keep you posted as we know more. If you want to go fish, you want to find out more about fishing, swing by the shop at Minturn, Minturn Anglers, or give us a call. We'll get you booked on a trip. All right, we're going to shift gears just a little bit. Maddie had a chance to check in with a, with a new up-and-coming band called Man With A Mission. Let's find out more about what the band has to say and, and kind of what their new direction is. Do you love great music? Well, then Man With A Mission is the band for you. And I'm here with John Ken Johnny. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Hi there. This is Johnny from Man With A Mission from Japan right now. I love Thank you very much for your time. I love the wolf mask. And so how has your tour been? How are you feeling with all your new music? Tell us everything. No, it's been great. I mean, uh, it's it's been quite a while since we last toured in America, probably four years or something like that. Yeah. And we're really excited to come back. Yeah. It's a real pleasure to perform in front of you guys again. It's a real pleasure to have you back here, and it's just a real pleasure to get to have the opportunity to chat with you. Now, I was going through and watching some of your m music videos a little bit earlier, and the graphics that you uh -huh. guys use are absolutely crazy, and I love watching the plot line of some of the stories. And so, how do you guys come up with these great ideas? Oh, you're talking about the video kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, when you're talking about the music videos, we've always, we've always you know, worked with really uh, great great directors uh, always having a lot of conversations with what kind of music video we want it to be stuff like that well um the directors always have a tough time because we're not like normal human beings so they always have to think about you know 
how to make it fit in the story. But um, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that you, uh, you guys, uh, you, you love the videos. Thank you so much. And I love the wolf mask. So can you give us a little bit of background on how you guys came up with the concept of the wolf heads? Well, actually, you're talking like this is a mask or something like that. But th this is this is what we are. You know, this isn't not this is not a mask. Uh, we we were born like this. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I misunderstood completely the concept of. Well, then you were born so beautifully. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Well, yeah, it's not a concept. We were born this way. Uh, the band was performed in 2010, 13 years. Well, before that, yeah, we've. We had nothing to do with music, so yeah, we were born a long time ago. But it's going to be a short interview, so I'm going to skip that one. All right, well, I will take that. Now, let's talk about your excitement level for the tour here that you are finally getting to do because it's been so long since you've toured America. Uh-huh. Yes. It's 2019, I thought. Yeah. And yeah, Denver, right? This is, this is on Denver, right? Yes. Yeah, we've been to Denver once. Yeah, it's a beautiful city. Yeah, can't wait to see. Uh, can't wait to be there again. I guess the last time we went to Denver was with Jimmy at World, or yeah, right. That was a great experience. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, giving us all this great information, and we're really excited to have you back in our wonderful place of living and just to have your music here because I feel like you guys do such a good job of bringing such a diverse culture to your music. Thank you very much. Uh, we're really, really looking forward to going to the other too. Well, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Make sure that you check out Man With A Wish and that way you can enjoy all of their great music. You can see them on tour and you can just have a ton of fun with who they are as a band. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Welcome to TV8's newest segment. It's called Adventures in Coaching, and it's here to help you grow personally and professionally. And we've got Kim Smith, the expert, joining us. Kim, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk to you about all of this. I'm excited to have you here only because I think powerful women are my most favorite thing. And you are definitely a force to be reckoned with here oh. in our community. So I'm very excited to have thank you. Thank you. Now, let's just dive right into it because we've got a lot of things that we're mm -hmm. going to cover over the expansion of some time here on the couch. And so my first question is, what is coaching? That is a great question, Maddie. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, are confused a little bit about that. And I just want to clarify that what it's not. It's not therapy. It's not advice. And it's not sports coaching, although we do take a lot of things from sports coaching. In other words, really trying to push you beyond maybe your limits and to set goals and to hold you accountable to you know, what you decide is important to you. Which I think a lot of people in certain areas start to struggle with. And so what is your story and how did you get into coaching? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question also. You know, for me, um, it really came naturally. I was always, um, even as a, as a young person, really trying to help people and interested in helping you know, them improve their lives. And uh, I had a long career in marketing and sales. And I worked in, um, on the agency side of things and in the snow sports industry and then in tourism. And all the while I had this like small voice in my head that kept saying, you know, you really want to help people more. How do you get out there and do that? And 
you know, while I was loving my career and I had climbed the ladder, so to speak, and um, had a lot of accomplishments, uh, there were there were things that just started to, you know, resonate with me outside of those careers. And really getting into helping people was one of those things that just kept bubbling up and saying, you know, why don't you go ahead and take a leap of faith and do this? And so I finally decided to leave my uh, career and get certified in coaching. And I had a couple of iterations as I went through all of that. And I'm now doing that full time and I'm absolutely loving it. And it's really where I get, you know, my joy and my purpose is around helping others uh, to really reach their potential. Which is so cool because you hear of these people that are empaths and they spend their time filling other people's cup in order to fill their own cup. And it sounds like you get the pleasure of doing that in your career. And because you spent so much time in this corporate world, you also have this kind of mindset of how you can help people grow professionally. Exactly, exactly. And um, yes, it does fill my cup helping others and seeing their process and witnessing change and helping to empower people and enable people to do that is is just huge. And um, I really focus on people working on their careers and with leaders within businesses and teams within businesses themselves and um, working with trying to really identify, you know, what that person's purpose is or a team purpose and finding out the ways uh, to get there as well as removing roadblocks that might be getting in the way of their success. I think it's so important that people take the time to realize that they need that little bit of extra motivation and this coaching is something that can help them successfully push themselves through that almost like writer's block that we come across in our lives and in our Mm -hmm. careers. And so you've been doing this for quite some time. What are some of the challenges that you've heard clients complain about? And that's, yeah, I love, I love what you said, that analogy. Um, you know, people come to me because they are maybe feeling stuck in, in what they want to do. Uh, maybe they've had an idea germinating in their head for a long time. They just don't know how to get it from here to, you know, there and then move it forward. Uh, and I think that's pretty normal. A lot of us have ideas and think like, oh, I want to do this. I want to work on my career. I maybe want to go into an entrepreneurial business. Um, how do I get there? And rather than just continually, you know, ruminating about it, a coach will really help you pull that out, figure out what's important, how do we take those next steps, and what do those look like, and then how can you hold yourself accountable? And a coach will help hold you accountable to those goals that you've set up. Which I think is something that so many people lack the discipline of taking the things from their brain, putting them on paper, and then executing them. Yeah. I know that I really struggle with that in certain areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And so just to have that little bit of extra motivation helps so much. Now, as people are starting to kind of get a coach and work through these processes, what are some of the things that they can expect from the coach? So first of all, I really, you know, I'll do an intake, so to speak, to, you know, or discovery, whatever we want to call it, but looking at, you know, what is going on and where do you think you want to go? And oftentimes what happens through the process is we find out that what you think you might want to do isn't really aligned with your purpose and what you, you know, what will really make you successful. So I'll usually take a step back at that point and look at, you know, what is that person's purpose? Have they ever decided what that is? Or have they ever clarified that for themselves? Because that can be your foundation. And we'll go into purpose a little bit more in another segment. But that's really, I like to start there and kind of dig around. And, you know, I was saying that, you know, it's, it's not so much about looking at your past, but oftentimes there are things in our past that are holding us back from success 
maybe you know we don't really know why they're there or they're a limiting belief you might have heard that term limiting beliefs or yes. little gremlins that are saying oh I'm not good enough or I've got self-doubt around this those mean voices in your head <laughs> that sometimes you gotta work towards right. shutting off yeah and so those come up inevitably with everybody I work with and so we do take a look at that and try to, you know, create the courage to walk through a lot of those fears or, you know, real or maybe they're made up fears. Maybe something really did happen in the past that we need to look at. But whatever it is, that's always been a part of or that will be a part of the conversation. Now, as people are starting to get interested in getting a coach, what's the time frame like when you guys start working together to when you can kind of execute this plan to move mm -hmm. forward? I like to say that about a nine-week um, session or you know group of sessions is where you really start to see progress. So if somebody says, oh, I'm going to go to a coach one or two times, oh, it didn't work, I'm moving on. It's like you've got to give it some time because more and more things will be revealed as you're working through things. It's not just a one and done. Um, that being said, I don't look at coaching as, you know, like sometimes therapists, you know, work with somebody for years and years. This is more short, short term. We want to try to get those results and move you forward quickly. And seeing a coach is like dating someone. You can't just go on two <laughs> dates and be like, this isn't for me. You have to spend right. some time to get to know them yeah. because you do have to mm -hmm. set those boundaries and really learn each other and how you guys work well with each other. It's like forming a whole new relationship. It really is. It really is. And it's amazing, you know, like the first time people tend to really not want to talk too much or they don't know what to talk about. But that's my job to start really pulling that out of the person, make them feel comfortable and figure out, you know, where they really want to go and why. Now, as you are bringing in new clients, who is it that you work with? So I really work, I call myself a career and business success coach. So I work with people that are working on their careers, looking to make change. Maybe there's a transition that they want to go to another business and they don't know what that industry is or they want to grow within their own um, organization. And I also work with businesses that are, you know, maybe they have leaders inside the organization that, you know, they would like to have coached. Um, as well as teams to develop synergy amongst that team to be able to move that team forward based on their purpose and their, you know, their goals and desires. So, Which I think is so cool. It's like having one of those group projects in school where maybe someone feels like they have to pull a majority of the weight to have someone like you come in and then delegate mm -hmm. a little bit more right. clearly and bring that team together to mm -hmm. work better together so that everything just can start to roll forward is really cool. Now, as you're kind of coaching these teams, do you feel like you ever have any challenges with a larger group of people? Oh, absolutely. Because there's always like, you know, one or two people that are like, why am I here? I don't want to be here. And, you know, they've got their body language, arms crossed, and they're not sure that, you know, why they're there. And, you know, I can, when, when I'm working with groups or teams, I will coach people individually, um, you know, with the whole team. And sometimes I'll just have to pull them aside and say, you know, hey, what's going on for you? And, you know, I really try to meet people where they are at and figure out what's going on for them. Because ideally with a team, you know, you want to get everybody on the same page. Uh, but yeah, there's people that we're humans, right? We're right. going to bring our stuff, everything that we have from our whole life into work, into our business. So, yeah. I mean, I think what you do is so incredible, and I also think that it's always those people that you see that are so closed off that eventually come around, and they're the mm -hmm. ones who benefit the most because yeah. you totally change their perspectives on from where they started to where they are in your sessions. Right, and I think that's a really good point there because coaching, a lot of it is about reframing a situation. 
And so, instead of being like, you know, oh, poor me, this has happened, or I'm not happy with this or whatever, looking at it from different points of view can help you look at the opportunity versus the problem. Which I think that perspective shift mm -hmm. is probably one of the largest benefits from getting a coach. And so now as we're talking about benefits of coaching, yeah. what are some of the other ones that people can expect from kind of going through this tribulation with you? Um, I would definitely say, you know, determining what your purpose is, you know, your why, your reason for being, um, finding out like what it is that you want to do and, you know, how can you bring that purpose into your workplace or into your life? You know, and it's, it's really, um, you know, a, a matter of kind of going through some of those things, but also uh, getting results. I mean, ultimately, coaching is about getting results and taking action, moving you forward and holding you accountable. So I can't, you know, everybody's journey is different. That's why I call it adventures in coaching. It's an adventure, you know, there's never a straight line from like what you think is in here to your final goal. You're always gonna be zigzagging and finding different ways. And I think some people think that it's like, oh, one straight shot, but it's important to know that, you know, it does take some time and to give yourself permission to, you know, explore a little bit over here if you think that that's interesting or maybe this didn't work out exactly as you thought. So what is it and how do we get back on track? I think these are all such great benefits that people mm -hmm. could really use in their day-to-day -day life, but also in their personal and professional development. Now, we're going to do a few of these sessions. So what other things can we expect from Adventures in Coaching? Um, so coming up next is going to be, we're going to be talking about purpose and mission and why that's so important. Um, I'll be talking about leadership skills, you know, women in business and the challenges that women have in business. Um, you know, some things around communication, emotional intelligence, um, and just, you know, figuring out like how to set goals and how do you really hold yourself accountable to those goals. So those are just a few of the things we'll be talking about. Kim, I'm so excited to continue to spend time with you so I can keep learning from you just from sitting here. I think what you do is so incredible. And like Thank I said you. earlier, I think you are a force to be reckoned Aww. with. Thank you. It's fantastic to be here. I really appreciate it. Make sure that you continue to stay tuned as we are going to continue our adventures in coaching only because we're here to help you with your personal and your professional development. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more of the show so stay tuned. Uh, winter weather advisory kicks in in a little over an hour. And look at it out here, bright sunshine right now. Coming up and over, we got blue skies, a little bit of cloud cover, a little bit of haze behind us off to the west, the southwest. Uh, that's where the storm will track in from, but um, it's just kind of moving a little bit slower than I think what we're going to see first thing this morning. So expect to see the sunshine as you make your way up onto the mountain. Uh, first time out of the gate at 8.30 over at the uh, over at Gandhi 1 here in Vail or over at the Eagle Bond Gondola and Chair 8 over in Lineshead. Uh, then temperatures today as we progress through the day, uh, we'll see temperatures in the 20s first thing this morning about 8 o'clock. And then by probably 2 to 3 o'clock we'll see that high temperature of about 36 degrees. With this winter, winter weather advisory they're looking for about a 60% chance of snow showers uh, on and off throughout the daytime today. Your hourly forecast for Vail, once again, 20 to 8 o'clock, we'll see 30 degrees around noon. We'll see 30 degrees around 4 p.m. That warmest time coming about 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon with a high of 36 for Vail. 29 at 8 o'clock this evening, snow showers. 
Denver temperatures today about 55 degrees, a mixture of sunshine and clouds down there. We're going to see a 60% chance of moisture for Vail with a high of 36. For Avon, also a high of 36 with a 60% chance of some moisture. And then 42 for the high in Eagle with a 30% chance. And then this evening, a 90% chance of snow shower activity, moisture, 1 to 3 inches possible this evening with a low of about 22 degrees. And then for the next to the last day of Vail Mountain for the season, 42 for high with a 40% chance of more occasional snow showers. And then for closing day on Vail, close to 50 degrees with a 10% chance. Partly cloudy skies. We'll see more sunshine in the afternoon on that day. Not for long, though, because Monday, 51 degrees, 50% chance, a wintry mix, and then another wintry mix for Tuesday, 70% chance with a high of 47 degrees. And then Wednesday, that should pass on through eventually, 48 for a high with a 40% chance of um, some activity, some snow shower activity, followed by some sunshine. All right, this weather report brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, located right in the heart of Avon. Uh, they have everything you need for your indoor and your outdoor adventures every day of the year for the entire family. Stop by and check it out. All right, now we're going to talk about the lens of the day. Uh, we're going to let you know... Proper lenses for sunshine into cloud cover into snow with our Lens of the Day segment brought to you by Eyepieces in the Goggle Bar. Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. We love giving you great information on how you can protect yourself out there on the slopes. And a great way to do so is making sure that you can see so you can ski or ride. And so I've got two very different but both very incredible goggle companies in front of me. So we're going to start over here with the Smith 4D Mag system. The reason that this is such a great system for you when you're out there skiing or riding is that 4D Mag part stands for allowing you to have more peripheral vision up there on the slopes. So you can see how the bottom of this goggle lens right here is nice and rounded on both lenses. That's going to increase your bird's eye view by 25% when you're out there, meaning that you're just going to have more peripheral vision, not only to the sides with this nice frameless goggle, but also below you, really allowing yourself to see all those little nooks and crannies that could be in that snow. Now, all you have to do to change this goggle lens is you're going to release these two little levers right here, and then you'll just grab that little bit of frame that's on that goggle lens pull it out, grab your lighter lens, so your flat light lens, make sure that it clips all the way in before you lock those in place, and then that goggle lens is good to go, making it nice and convenient for you to change your lenses. Smith goggles come with Chromapop technology in the lenses, which is going to enhance those colors while you're out there skiing or riding, which makes it really easy for you to make the transition from the dark lens to the sunny day, or the cloudy day lens, excuse me. Now, we're gonna move over. So we've got the Zeal Portal, on this side of me. This is a great system as well. They also come with some fabulous magnets. Now all you have to do is slide it up and then like a garage door you're going to put it close to that those rail locks and then you're going to slide it right back in making it nice and convenient to change that goggle lens. So when you're out there you can easily change this one as well and I actually was really struggling with this for a while. I went into eyepieces, had them explain it to me, they showed it to me within the matter of 30 seconds 
guidance on how easy it is to actually change this goggle lens. So if you're having any difficulties with any of your goggles, any of your prescriptions, any of your glasses, eyepieces is such a great place for you to go explore. Now the reason that the Zeal Optics have such a great lens in them is because the Zeal was actually just bought by Maui Gym, but they're all polarized and so you can see right here the difference that that polarization is going to make in that reflection of the sun back towards you. And especially with that snow, you can see that snow reflects 88% of the light back towards your eyes. And so to avoid that exhaustion on your eyes, it's really important that you have the correct goggle lens to protect your eyes. And either one of these is going to protect your eyes very well from those harsh UV rays, whether you like the polarized lens or whether you like the chroma pop lens, either one is gonna do its job to help you see so you can ski or ride and keep yourself nice and safe out there. Now some tips and tricks to keep your goggles nice and safe themselves is you can see each one comes with this nice little bag. When you're done with your extra lens, you wanna make sure that you're placing it back in that bag so that lens is not getting scratched at all. It's nice, it's protected, and it's somewhere secure. Also in this bag, there's a little sleeve so that you can fit your goggles in there as well and keep everything protected. But when you're done skiing or riding, it's really important that you take the goggle off of your helmet, and especially if there's any moisture along this foam, because if that foam is compressed while it's wet, it's going to start to slowly disintegrate. Now, it won't happen over one season, but it might happen over two seasons and to avoid that you just remove the goggles so that that foam stays in this beautiful perfect condition that way you can enjoy these goggles for quite some time because there's no better investment than your vision now if you are looking for any vision needs eyepieces avail has six convenient locations throughout our community for you to go check out there's the brand new remodeled one up at the top of beaver creek that's absolutely beautiful there's one at the top of bridge street there's one in the solaris plaza there's there's one in the Sun and Out Hotel, and then there's one over in Lion's Head, as well as one in Edwards. Oh man, I'm running out of breath, but if there's anything that you need optical-wise, make sure that you check out Eyepieces Avail and go see our friends over there. We want to thank them so much for sponsoring this Lens of the Day report this morning. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more show, so stay tuned. Welcome back to your Friday edition of Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm Liz, filling in for Maddie today. I have something exciting to do for you guys now. I always said nobody's ever going to film me in the kitchen because I am not great in the kitchen. However, I can make dog biscuits like nobody's business. The first thing you want to do is get your hair back because we don't like dog hair in our food. They don't like people hair in theirs. So this is a very simple recipe and it's something that's great for all pooches. It's super healthy and you can add or subtract certain ingredients. The recipe that we're going to show you is for carrot and herb and oat cookies for your doggo. So the basic ingredients that you would normally use, always a wheat flour because that's what the dogs can handle. You use wheat flour, no sugar whatsoever. You can always use a little bit of the oil that they use with the sunflower oil so that's good for the doggies. And then the ingredients you can add are anything that range from if you want to do bacon, you can cook some bacon in advance, you can do anything like that. Um, apples are a wonderful, wonderful addition to the treats bananas. So it all depends on what your dogs like, but some of them like the applesauce and banana bread. It's not bread. 
It's a dog biscuit, but you know what I'm saying. That'll be the next bread of the day on TV8. <laughs> and what the main, the most ingredients that you have to worry about are the wheat flour, that's the most important, and the organic natural peanut butter. That is a very good ingredient. And what I've done is taken the rolled oats, just plain good old fashioned Quaker oats is all you need. And so the oats, the peanut butter, and the the basic flour are your base, your base ingredients. I added some carrots and some parsley because doggos like it, if you wouldn't believe it or not. And then we're going to show you the recipe so you can see how much to put in for each thing. But when you have your pile, I have already prepped everything for you guys so you didn't have to watch me cut things and hopefully not my finger as well. So in the end, when you've put all your ingredients into the blender, you're gonna have a loaf like this. You wanna keep it refrigerated. These are all natural, no preservatives, so they will mold up. So you can make almost 100 cookies with a regular batch. So you're gonna to wanna to definitely put the remainder and you keep some out and you keep them out for the pooch and then you take them out the, the, day, the day before you want to thaw them out and they'll be fresh and ready for the doggos. So when you get your, uh, stuff ready, then you roll it out. It's so easy, you guys. It's this like, if I can do it, you can do it. That's basically what I'm trying to say. And you can make them as thick or as thin as you like. And the cool thing is there's no waste for this because whenever you run out, you just ball it up and you start all over again. So we're gonna roll this out to a nice, nice amount. So you want them fairly thick, but you don't want them too thick because the dogs will just keep eating and eating and eating. And um, they are super delicious. So once you've rolled it out, I mean, it's something super easy, just like that. I have my handy dandy tools. These I got over at the kitchen collage in Edwards. They are the cutest little things. And what you do is they're just little bone shaped cookie cutters and you stick it right like that and you pull it out. And then you have one of your Biscuits ready to rock and roll on your tray to go into the oven at 350 degrees and they go in for about 22 minutes. I say 22 because it's a nice number. <laughs> and for some reason, the last two minutes give them that little brown bakey feeling that just dogs just go crazy. You would not believe how much fun. To, and we have different sizes for the different style dogs that you have. So as you can see, these great little cookie cutters are really cute. And then you get to make different shapes and different sizes. And like I said, this is something so easy that even I can do it. Now you can also get little heart shaped little cutters because they're cute too, doggies. Anything you want, and they sell these in all kinds of different shapes, and you can have a good time. The dogs don't really care what shape they're in. They only care about what they taste like. But let me tell you something. It's fun for us as humans to make fun shapes and just enjoy. And something really cute, if we have a fork, well, I thought I might have a fork, but what you can do also is in the middle of each one of these to make dogs don't care, but we do, you take a fork and you put some little holes in them and they look just like the dog biscuits that you get from a store. And they're so much fun. And I'm telling you what, I wish we had a doggy in the studio to show you what a great experience. So now look, you have this and you're like, okay, well, I'm running out of room to make more. So all you really have to do once you have as much space as you have is you just ball it up and you do it again. And it's fun in the kitchen, you can have a great time. And you can just have so much fun with all the dough and have a great experience. And the really cool part is while they're baking, 
your dog sits by the oven and they can smell as it's baking and they just sit there looking at you with the cutest little faces. And I have to say, you obviously want to wait for them to cool off a little bit, but they can't wait to get their little faces into them because they are so, so good. You can smell them as they're cooking and they're really, really wonderful. And like I said, you just put your oven at 350 for 22 minutes, sometimes 20. And there's your recipe for you guys so you can take a look. Like I said, it's so simple. Every, everybody can make one of these for their doggos. And I'll tell you what, the main ingredient, like I said, is wheat flour. And you're just going to want to just keep on rolling here. You want to keep going with your biscuits. I'm making a bunch. I'm not going to make them all, so we don't have all morning. But I'm making the bigger ones to make it a little bit easier. So look how cute they are. Look at that little biscuit. I want to find a fork to show you what my little idea is, but it's really, really cute. And like I said, you can make different shapes. And you can even make little ballies. You can roll them up into little balls, and your doggy can pop them in their mouth and have a good time. You know, you can like a little like this, but it might take a little bit longer to cook, but we're going to throw one in there to see, just to see if the doggy likes the little balled up balls. But this is just all a lot of fun. You can make a really fun time with it with your friends in the kitchen and just have a great time. And I did it with my friend Patty Biggs yesterday. She is the one and only amazing lady that showed me how to make these biscuits. And I want to give her props because Patty Biggs is my friend and she did a great job. So we have cut up the biscuits. We're going to put them in the oven for 22 minutes and we'll be back to check on them after a little bit to show you how wonderful they turn out. We'll be right back with more TV 8 Fail after this. Checking out Gondola One over in Vail. This is your second hour of Good Morning Vail on TV8. I'm your host, Liz, in for Maddie today. It's a cold day out there, and I have Mark Sassy out and about outside. Poor guy is a little frozen over there. I hope your toes are not too cold, Mark, but thanks for being out there and giving us the great report and all of your interviews and everything like that. I love being part of the TV8 family. We have just a great crew here. First of all, everybody in the control room does not get enough credit because they have to deal with me, and they have a great time, and they do such a good job. So I just want to thank everybody in the control room for doing such great work with us. We love you guys. And you know what? We are down now to two hours every single morning, so I hope you're enjoying the extra hour that we get you. We have more time for great guests and to let you know what's going on in our community. And we just have such an amazing lineup of shows here. Now we have the scoreboard with Brett and 
spin, and they do a great job with that. We have Cooking with Tracy, who the real deal in the kitchen is what you like to see. And then, of course, we have our main hostess, Maddie Evans, who's just wonderful. And then we have Kevin and Mark Sassy, and we have our Glitz and Glam section with Gretchen, and we also have Good Day Vale with Cece Zach. So there's so much for you here at TV8, Comcast 92, and you're going to want to just sit back and enjoy the TV show all day long because we have so many great things for you guys. And we like to bring in lots of members of the community to just bring joy to us and let everybody know all the great things that are going on, including right now, because it's so cold, just reminding everybody that there's still some great indoor places that you can go check out. Of course, we have the movie theater in Edwards. They have a lot of great movies. They have an outdoor thing with they can walk up to the window and literally get a beer and some popcorn, and they have homemade food there as well. So you can always go check them out and catch a movie while it's still a little nippy outside. And of course, we have the Villar Performing Arts Center through the Vale Valley Foundation. Ross is always here with us, and he's such a great guy. And they just really, really do a great thing for the community between the sports. Mountain games are coming up in June. We already have a couple of lineups of music for the mountain games. Cannot wait for that. That's not till June, so we'll have to wait for that. But still, something to look forward to always here in Avail Valley because no matter what the season is, there's something for everybody to do. If you want to go indoors to the Villar, I know they're kicking off summer with the nitty-gritty dirt band. That's going to be a lot of fun. But so many other things that are going on over there between magic and dance and laughter and so much more, especially the music, go to VillarPAC.org and check out the family four-pack tickets that they have and see what you guys want to do and get yourselves booked for the Entire summer. It's worth it. It's a great time and it's one of the best indoor venues I have ever seen and I've lived in a lot of places. So we're having a great day today here on TV8 Vale and I just want to remind everybody that we have a bread of the day. It's a new segment that we have. I'm going to introduce you to different breads and today's bread of the day is challah. Challah for challah. It's a great bread. It's a braided top, baked, delicious, and egg base, and it's just superbly enjoyable. If you've never had challah bread, you're going to go check it out. You can get it, of course, you know, your favorite place, of course, Knapp Ranch. That's awesome. They have the greatest place, and it's built, and it's baked by Amaza Bread, a local bakery, and they're just incredible, but they bring it on over to Knapp Ranch. As you can see, they have a great baked, fresh daily bread every single day. Look at all that deliciousness. It's making me hungry, everybody. But I got to remind you that I am... I smell something baking in the kitchen. It's not bread, it's dog biscuits. If you were tuning in earlier, I showed you how to create them. They're baking now, so we're gonna check in on the doggy biscuits. I forgot to set the timer, guys, but I told you, the guys in the control room, they got me covered, right? I don't think I smell anything burning just yet. So, Mark, I know you're out there and you're frozen, but I appreciate you, we all love you, and let's see what the day brings us for the weather. Man, I think I need to tell Liz to lay off of the caffeine. She is some fired up today, cooking the dog biscuits, talking about the challah bread. Thanks for tuning in to Good Morning, Vale. And uh, I'm Mark, I'm out here at the base of Gandhi One, sun's up. It's actually pretty mild out here first thing. Uh, we have a winter weather advisory that kicks in at 9 a.m. this morning. Really not much happening for cloud cover. Maybe some high clouds making their way in slowly, but uh, that's definitely going to get backed up a little bit. Um, but expect to see a change at some point today. But for a good part of our day, we're going to see temperatures in the 30s, mid-30s, 36 for the high temperature today. Uh, we've broken 20 degrees first thing this morning. And then once this winter weather advisory 
kicks in, we're looking at about a 60% chance of snow showers. Your veil by the hour showing snow showers throughout the entire day. Uh, 8 o'clock will be at 20 degrees right now, 30 degrees at noon, 30 degrees around 4 p.m., 29 tonight at 8 o'clock. And then uh, for Denver, 55 and sunny today. Well, a mixture of sunshine and clouds. 36 for Vail with a 60% chance of some moisture. 36 for Avon, right there at the home of the TV8 Studios, with a 60% chance of moisture. And then 42 for high temperature in Eagle with a 30% chance. Now, tonight we'll see a low of about 22 degrees. Another one to three inches possible with a 90% chance of snow showers. And then for Saturday, 42 degrees with a 40% chance occasional snow. Sunday, 49 for a high with a 10% chance. We'll see a little more sunshine on Sunday. Then another wave of, uh, of unstable weather rolls through Monday, 51 for a high with a 50% chance of some moisture. Tuesday, 47 degrees for a high with a 70% chance of moisture. And then for Wednesday, 48 degrees for the high temperature in Vail with a 40% chance. We'll see partly cloudy skies. We'll have that sunshine poke its head back out a little bit more too. So should be all right. Okay, so we are down to uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the last three days for the 2022-23 season. For Vail Mountain, they have shut down the Blue Sky Basin area. They have started to kind of wind down some of the back bowls but there's still phenomenal conditions and with more snow in the forecast, it should be great for the next three days before we close on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Liz has your resort report for what's happening on Vail, what's still available and what we're looking at for snow coming up next. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Thank you so much for the weather report, Mark. And by the way, it's not caffeine, it's natural. We're going to look at the resort report today for Vail. We've had an inch of new snow in the last 24 hours, seven inches in the last 48 hours. Last week is going to be a lot of snow for everybody to get out there and enjoy. 352 inches is our season total in Vail far surpassing what anybody has predicted. 54 inches is your base depth today. You have the lift hours from 8.30 in the morning until 4 p.m. tonight, and 11 of those lifts are available for everybody. 193 trails are open for you guys. That gives you 70% of that terrain in Vail. Avoid the back bowls like Mark was telling you. There's avalanche danger that you want to make sure that you stay away from. And just get out there. It's the last few days of Vail. Get out there and enjoy an amazing ride of your life. This is all brought to you today by Sun and Ski. They are an amazing place located in Avon for all your sporting goods and your accessories and shoes and everything else that you want for every season of the year. It's over at Sun and Ski. That's a look at your resort report. We'll be right back with more TVA Fail after this. Welcome back to TVA. Good morning, Vale. I'm your host, Liz Informati, who we are going to show you a clip right now. MTV has come a long way since its inception in the 70s, where it was just music, television, videos. And it was a lot of fun, but the expansion has taken place, and reality TV is a huge deal for everybody right now. Well, there's one regarding couples on MTV, and Maddie had the chance to talk to those guys over at MTV to find out what this brand new show is all about. Let's take a look and see. Come right back as Are you looking start. for a great binge-worthy show? Well, then MTV's Couple Retreat has got you covered, and I've got Fallon and Apollo joining me. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you so much for having us. 
Now, you guys both come from a very extensive reality TV life, and so this kind of shifts gears because it really takes that time, centers and focuses on your relationships. That's right, it does. Now, as you guys, oh, excuse me, go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying, yeah, you know, from the other uh, platforms, you know, it's kind of broad spectrum, but yeah, to your point, you know, you definitely get to home in and see us uh, in a different vulnerable state. A very vulnerable state. And just from watching the little bit that I got to see, it seems like there's a lot of drama. Now, the drama is obviously not fun when it's yours, but any moments of other people's drama that really stood out to you throughout the taping of Couples Retreat? Take <laughs> <laughs> that one. Wait, I'm sorry. I had, I had received a call. Can you reiterate the question? I'm sorry. Yeah, when you guys were filming, there was so much drama constantly happening around you, not only with you as a couple, but with the other couples. Any moments of drama that really stood out to you that maybe weren't your moments of drama? Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I see what you did there, Paula. <laughs> there, were, there were a few. Um, you know, I feel like each couple had their own reason as to why we all went on to the show and did this experience especially in vegas of all places but i couldn't have picked a better eclectic group to have handled this situation and this this experience um i believe that everyone was highly supportive of one another in our own different issues that we all had um, and it was truly, by the, by the end of it all, it was truly therapeutic for any and everyone that was a part of this show, whether or not they decided to stay together or not. Which I think is so intense because it just adds that extra drama to the field as people are deciding if they're going to be together. And some couples had been married for 21 years. Some couples had come off of these crazy scandals that like blew up all over the internet. And so as you guys made your way through, how do you feel about the outcome of Couples Retreat? I mean, I feel good. I think that everyone left with a, with a gym, you know. I think everyone left intact. Again, if you're not still, uh, you know, uh, in a relationship, you're still left with something that's going to leave you uh, wholesome, either going into the next chapter of your life. It's going to give you something to expound on. So it was very, very, uh, for me, it was intellectual. You know, I, I felt, I felt a, a great sense of, uh, you know, genuineness from everybody. Um, and I just really appreciate everybody putting it out there and just giving me an opportunity to learn from them. And like you said, it shows kind of a different, more intimate side. And so what were some of the challenges that you guys faced having a camera crew go through this very intimate kind of learning experience with you? You know, honestly, I feel like everyone there was um, being their authentic and true selves. At some point in time, we didn't even see the cameras because we were all there for a specific reason. You know, we all got the call. We all said, you know, we all heard Vegas. <laughs> that was the first thing. And then the second thing was couples, you know, therapy. And we all truly wanted to work on our relationship. So when it came to the cameras and the crew being around, I would say it was a good and a bad thing that we forgot that the cameras were there because it gets pretty crazy. <laughs>
I would imagine it gets wild, and especially anything gets wild in Vegas. Now, if you guys each had to select three words to describe the show to get people to watch it, what would you say? Apollo, go. <laughs> you say electrifying, uh, informative, and uh, lots of love. Fallon, how about you? Um, I would have to say therapeutic. Um, eclectic and loving. And do you think when people watch the show, they might be able to learn things about themselves and their personal relationships? One hundred percent. Definitely, you're gonna definitely. <clears throat> it's so informative. Uh, again, like you know, we were saying previously, it's uh, it's one of those shows that's gonna leave you, uh, you know, thinking. You know, you're definitely going to, every episode, you're going to be left with, wow, you know, that's applicable, you know? And how can I, how can I navigate through, through what, what I just learned, you know? Uh, and the way that you can do that is by, you know, applying some of the things, because everybody's different in every circumstance, but it touches on every single thing in life. Everyone's gone through it or dealing with something, you know? It doesn't, and again, you know, uh, Fallon and I were saying, you don't have to necessarily be in a relationship to learn uh, uh, these tools, because at some point, whether if it's, you know, with your peers, whether if it's in, you know, in, with spouse, you're going to take something with you that's going to, you know, benefit you. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys both so much for taking the time to chat with me, giving me all this great information. And thank you guys for being so vulnerable for us to all have this opportunity to learn not only about ourselves, but some of the relationships that we want to maintain. Thank, thank you. you so much. Make sure that you check out MTV's Couple Retreat. It's going to premiere here very soon, and we're really excited to see what happens. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back from the break, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale, live here at Eyepieces in the Goggle Bar at the base of Gandhi One, the end of Bridge Street. Tyler Moore drag himself out of bed again today to be a part of our interviews. What's happening, man? How Pretty much you? every Friday, man. This is like the good. highlight of my day. I you enjoy know? it. It's been great. It's a yeah. great way to kind of set the stage for the day, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, for the day, for the weekend, just, you know, yep. um, get ready. I mean, obviously, as you know, today is or today kicks off the final weekend of the mountain. You got three days left. Three days left. So get your laps in while you can because you're gonna right probably. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'll be out there. Yeah. Definitely Sunday. Uh, maybe tomorrow for a little bit. We'll see though. And then what happens with eyepieces with uh, all your locations? You've got six to seven locations between mm -hmm. here and Beaver Creek, Edwards, Snowmass. Um, you guys continue to roll forward, right? You don't shut anything down? We do, yeah. We actually don't shut anything down, yep. um, you know, pending, obviously, staffing. But I think looking forward, we're in a really good position. So we will still be here to help you out with whatever optical needs you need, uh, sunglass prescription, yep. you know, any questions you have. Uh, we will be rocking and rolling throughout the entire offseason. And you might end up doing some limited hours, and but we'll know moving forward what that's going to look like. But as of now, it's a... Uh, Full steam ahead. Yep, exactly. Yep, yep. Full steam ahead. Yep. I mean, hours after closing day, obviously, we'll get shortened a little bit. Um, but, I mean, we were planning on keeping everything open and uh, being around and, you know, helping out whoever needs help. I think it's good to mention, if you're just tuning in for the first time, eyepieces, they offer um, incredible doctor services if you need to get prescriptions, if you need to get them in advance, if you want to put them in glasses, goggles, sunglasses. And every one of your locations has 
has its own unique kind of story to tell, as far as I can tell. You carry a lot of the same brands, but you also have unique things to each location. Correct, yeah. So, I mean, you start off with the doctor services. So, I mean, Dr. G comes in Tuesday, Thursdays, planning on keeping him throughout the off season, uh, to my knowledge. So if you need an appointment for an eye exam, now that everything's kind of winding down, yeah. you might find yourself a little extra time to get those things that yeah, you've been putting off, true. such as an eye exam. Feel free to give us a call, and we can either probably slot you in in Edwards or up here in Vail Village, get your prescription, find you a nice set of glasses. Um, and then, yeah, as you're saying, um, right now, seven locations, and every location is different, has kind of a different style. Um, you know, you'll find different brands and exclusive brands at various stores. So it's a really fun shopping experience, not just going to one of our stores, yeah. but to actually just when you're walking around, check out every single one because it really is a fun selection of proofs and we're definitely not your average optical shop. And I think it's, I mean, to say like you could walk into this location alone and you could look at every pair of glasses and be like, God, I just can't find something that's going to work. If you can't, which would be amazing, <laughs> you just stroll down to near Solaris to Village Center and you might find something there. And if not, you could just stroll over to the Sun and Alp or stroll over to Lion's Head. Lion's You're going to find yep. something somewhere. You're going to find something somewhere. Yeah. If you can't find it yep. here with yep. us, then, um, you know, I don't really know what to tell you, what you're looking for. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your story today? What are you going to present to us? I don't see any Jacques Marimage here today. Nope, I've been figuring. Uh, Except I've been, the ones on your face. Yep. I've been, uh, you know, it is I my favorite brand, but let's do a little pivot today yeah, with some of it. our other great brands. Yeah, which way you want to go? Over here? We'll go over here by you, Mark. Yeah, what do you got? Um, this is a great brand called Barton Pereira. Um, truly one of those great independent brands. Uh, really clean, easy, classic styles. As you can see, we have a great selection with just, you know, regular prescription or if you want some fun sunglass. One to note here that I think is really cool, this is called the B14. This is actually out of the 007 collection. So some of these um, were featured in the latest uh, Bond movies. So Daniel Craig has worn these. And it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, they even have the 007 designation on the temple there. Oh. Um, so yeah, really cool kind of collaboration piece there. Um, so really great, easy, classic brand. Okay. Yeah, all handmade in Japan. Like the quality is great. They're ultra lightweight, super comfortable to They're wear. Very neat. Kind of moving a little bit to the other side of the spectrum, maybe a little more rock and roll, like fun details. Chrome Hearts is one of our great, um, uh, great brands. A little bit more on the luxury side, a lot of gold plate, custom details. I mean, what I love is like all this, like just great little work. Even, um, kind of hard to see probably, but I mean, they custom CNC machine their screws, their uh, nuts and bolts that hold all this together. Really neat. It's a really cool piece of art. Great hand to it too. Um, I mean, they just yeah. have a substantial, nice quality feel. Yeah, they but do. They're oh, super totally cool. Tell. Yeah. I also like looking at the names too, because the names of the Chrome Hearts are always kind of what they shouldn't be. So come in, check out the Chrome Hearts and look at the names. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna say them on I know, TV. No, but look at the names. Come look at the names. If you have trouble uh, pronouncing them or anything, I can help you out with that. <laughs> yeah, because it's a play on, they're all play on words. A little okay. bit. Um, and then personally, one of my favorite brands as well too, Mykita. This is really amazing product out is of Germany. This is a Mykita. No kidding. I mean, festival season's coming up, so how can I not put that out here? I mean, that is gonna be your, oh. you know, 
uh, what? Just look at me. Uh, look at me. Look at me, peace. You know. Look at me. <laughs> Your conversation starter. Look at me and we'll laugh. Put it that way. <laughs> my face. Wow. That's a Makita. No kidding. Yep. Yeah. This is actually a cool material. It's all 3D printed. Uh, they call it mylon. Oh, no kidding. So it's still really lightweight, even though it's heavier. I've heard of the Makita mylons. They yep. do it also in some of their glasses too. They do. Yeah. Yep. And then this is their core line. This is out of their um, stainless steel line. This is super cool. Super durable. Ultra lightweight almost indestructible, wow. no screws to hold it in place. It's a really great design, um, you know, and that's why I think Mikita just does so well for us. I mean, it's lightweight, comfortable, it's very different, um, but, you know, lots of fun styles. Yeah. A lot of this available in prescription too. Pretty much everything but this one right here so far that you've seen, we can do in prescription Could for you. Could you put some kind of insert in that if you had to? Uh, not for that guy. Okay. But, okay. you know, there are a few. If you're interested in shields and prescription, yeah. there are some options for you that yeah, we can go over and show you in store. Okay. Um, moving down the line, this is a really cool brand that yeah, does a really lot cool. of really interesting details. Uh, I mean, this is a brand new piece here. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, you were kind of admiring this one I think that's really on. cool. Um, but this is a brand called Dita. Um, really great quality, all handmade in Japan. Um, a lot of great little details, really cool construction methods. Um, it's kind of hard to show on TV, but if yeah. you come in here and actually take a look at these. And get your hands on them. And you'll notice yeah. kind of like how truly different these are actually, you know, made yep. and designed. Um, and they're still like really easy to wear, classic, really high quality, a lot of titanium. Um, you know, Dita, D-I-T-A, yep. okay. And a cool point too, I mean, <clears throat> if you see something like this or like any of these cool lens colors, we can do those in your prescription too. Like really, we try to do our best to get you a truly unique and custom piece if that's what you're looking for. Right, right, so um, really not, there's not much that's off limits when it comes to that. Correct, yeah, we right. don't like to say no. Yep. You know, we're always gonna try our best to, you know, do exactly what you want and what you wanna try. Um, and most of the time it comes out looking Absolutely fabulous in your prescription. I love it. Um, and then last over here, we have uh, Oliver Peoples, uh, classic Ivar brand. A lot of people are really familiar with it, um, but just really easy, great to wear styles, um, dress up, you know, you can wear them casual. Um, one, of, one piece that I think is really cool that they do a lot of are these clip-ons. So it's a oh, two-in-one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So put your prescription in there, and then, you know, it turns into a sunglass. Just that easy. Slick and easy. Wow, that's you know, that's super neat. slick and easy. Yeah. Um, you know, or even like these folding guys here. If you're like one of those guys that doesn't like to travel the whole lot, these guys fold out completely into a full set of sunglasses, hmm. and you know, ready Look to wear. That. And then they even come with like a little tiny pocket-sized pouch. <laughs> yeah. Don't take up a lot of space. Love really it. nice. Love it. And that's just a very tiny, tiny. <laughs> that's like a point one percent. Of what you have in the in the in the shop here alone, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you, if you're looking out, you know, across the floor from the bar, it's a great selection yeah. to peruse. I mean, every store, like I said, is different, um, so it really is a great uh, opportunity if you're in town to come find something truly unique for you. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's what we like to provide. I see Salt, Mikita, Oakley, Icy Berlin, Chrome Hearts, Tom Ford, Barton Pereira, Maui Jim, uh, Garrett. Garrett Light, Light. yep, Garrett, Garrett Light. Light. You've got Ray-Bans, you have Oakleys, Costa. Yeah, something for everybody. Yeah, you got something for everybody. Something for everybody is All what right, I bud. like to say. Um, Good deal. Regardless of what you're looking for, we're happy to help it out. Thanks, man. Good to yeah. see you. Good to see you. Bye, said to Tyler. we got three days left of the mountain, but uh, we have unlimited days left here at Eyepieces. We'll be right back with more of the show. we got Liz in the kitchen after the break, checking on her dog biscuits. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the show. Thanks for all those great interviews and the weather reports. Mark Sassy, it's always a pleasure having you with me here on the show. Well, we just came out of the oven and check it out, everybody. These are the finished product of dog biscuits. And this so cool because they don't stick to the pan. And this is what they, and I found a fork and while they're warm, you can still do that little, ow, don't burn yourself. That's still decor that you want to do. You can still poke the holes and that's how they looked like little bones. But this is the cutest little thing ever. And my little bolly came out. Look, I think that dogs will just love them. They're really hot when they first come out, obviously. Ask my hand. And they just need about five minutes to cool off. And when the pooches are ready, they will be so happy to put their faces on these cookies. And they are super enjoyable. They are human grade as well. If you don't like sugar, you could probably pop one in your mouth and enjoy it as well. But again, these cookies are great for all doggos, and these happen to be the peanut butter and carrot and oat and parsley cookies. Now you can always add anything you want. Like I mentioned before, we do have the recipe for you guys if you wanna check us out online, tvavail.com, and we're gonna have that recipe up for you guys as well as showing you anytime you wanna know anything about baking cookies, please reach out because it's a simple recipe. And like I said, if I can do it, you can too. So that's it for your dog cookie recipe, everybody. I hope that you guys get out there and start baking today. Now we've already covered the taste factor for dogs, but what about the safety factor? Maddie has a great interview that I'm going to show you right now. She is going to let you know how to keep your pooches, her and her dog Beatrice, who would really love one of these cookies right now, how to do some safety tips. Welcome back to the scoreboard. We love our furry friends here in Vail, and it's really important that we keep them nice and safe. And this is my favorite furry friend right here, Beatrice. This is my beautiful baby dog and she's panting right now because it's a little bit warm under these lights so I've had to coax her into staying with me for like never-ending pets right now but we just want to talk about some safety things that you can do to keep your dog nice and safe out there and especially if you're getting out and maybe you're hiking with them or taking them to do any of the fun things that you and your family do around the valley now the first thing that you always want to be so cautious of is of course not allowing them to overheat and so you can see she's pretty panty right now but she's also being pretty needy she just wants me to not stop petting her at all and you can see she's panting she's not panting to the point where I'm worried about it but if she started drooling then I would start to be worried about her safety in here but she's doing okay she just really is needing to be snuggled in full capacity right now but something that we do want to know is we are seeing those warmer temperatures out there and so that asphalt is getting really really warm and when the asphalt gets warm it can really do some damage to their paws and so I don't know if she'll let us look at her paws but they've got those nice little paw pads on there and you just don't want to damage those dog paw pads because they'll get blisters on them if it is too hot outside and the asphalt starts to heat up so the best thing you can do when you're out walking your dog to check the asphalt is put your foot on it first if you have sandals on or if you want to use your hand to the front or the back and you just place your hand 
on it or your foot on it. That way you know exactly what the temperature is. So if it's too hot for you to have your bare skin on it, it's too hot for your pets to be on it. And so we're seeing those temperatures up into the 80s and it's really important that everyone is just making sure that their dog is nice and safe. And then of course, something else that we have to note <laughs> is that if you are taking your dog anywhere with you in the car, it's really, really important that you do not leave them in the hot car unattended. Dogs can go into heat stroke very easily. If it's 80 degrees outside, it can easily reach 120 degrees in your car within the matter of minutes. And so you never wanna leave your dog in a closed car shut off and even if you roll down the windows that airflow is just not going to be consistent enough to keep them cool enough to keep them safe in that car so you just want to make sure that you're taking good care of your pets during the summertime and you can see Bee right now getting nice and relaxed here on the set now that she's been sitting here for a minute and she's getting all of the pets because if I stop then she just immediately hits me. She's very, very easy going but it is really important too, especially with wildlife out there that you keep them on their leash and Bee has a tendency to want to chase squirrels and so anytime we go outside I have to make sure that she's got her leash on her that way she's safe and the squirrels are safe out there and it's really important when you're out on the hiking trails especially because we have so much wildlife here whether it's foxes or whether it's deers it's important that you keep your fur baby safe but you also keep all of that wildlife safe out there and especially right now that we're seeing all the babies we've seen some fawns in our backyard and it's just important that you're keeping everyone nice and with you and it's really good. I love to keep her with me because I'm the neediest dog mom in the entire world. I put the word mother in smother when it comes to Beatrice. Something else is if you're taking your dog down to the water, now I know that some dogs are really good swimmers. She is not a good swimmer. So we've got a life jacket for her and she never goes in too far where she can't touch the bottom of the river. But it's also really important that when she's getting in that water, I'm watching her to make sure that that current isn't taking her at all. And I always have her leash on her just because if anything were to happen and she were to be swept in any way, shape or form, I would be absolutely devastated. Now the paw thing is super important and then something else that's super important is ticks. It's that time of year where we're starting to see bugs kind of come to life a little bit more. It's a little more humid with those afternoon showers and then of course, with those warmer temperatures, we're just starting to see them hatch a little bit. So it's really important that after every hike and every walk, if you're going through that thick brush, you check your dog for ticks. Now Bee has so much hair right here, as you can see, and it's really, really hard to check her for ticks as you're kind of going through it. And so you just have to be really thorough, especially if you're hiking in an area where there could be ticks. And if you're out there hiking with your dogs, you just want to make sure that you have access to water for them. And then if they do start to show the signs of heat stroke, which is excessive panting, drooling, fever, and then you'll start to see them get a little bit fatigued and almost like dizzy, that you get them into some cool water immediately. That way they can start to cool down their body temperature, but also that you have that cool water for them to drink. And and that fresh water for them to drink. You don't really want them to drink water where they could get sick from it because we've had that happen. Huh, you drink swamp water sometimes? Yes, you do. She's like, stop, stop, you're embarrassing me. But 
It is important that you have that fresh water for your dog. So we have a portable collapsible bowl that I bring with us that's super easy for her to use, super easy for me to fill up. And then of course, that way she can just have that water to go with her. But we don't hike during the day. When we see those temperatures up into the 80s, her and I avoid taking her outside. She's got so much hair that she can overheat so quickly. And I know some people are like, oh, you should just shave your dog. Well, you can see right here, Bee had a little owie. So we had to shave her paw down and she's got nice pink skin and so if we were to shave Bee, she would have pink skin which means that then she'd be more prone to sunburn and so when you're out there with your dogs who maybe have short fur, maybe have that light skin tone coming through, we put sunscreen on Bee's nose right here because she's got that little pink patch that does get sunburnt and so you just want to make sure that you're taking proper care of your dogs and there's so many ways to keep them safe especially during the summertime when it's so hot out there for them so just make sure that you follow all these tips and tricks and you keep your puppies safe during the summertime because I don't know about you, but like I said, I put a mother and smother on B and I couldn't imagine my life without her. <laughs> she gets so annoyed with me when I do it. And then when I stop, she's like, no, don't look, keep touching me, keep loving me, keep petting me. Make sure that you tune into the scoreboard for more information and always so you can get some more glimpses of Beatrice. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, and look at that beautiful view of Lion's Head. It's frozen, everyone. It's super cold outside, but that's a beautiful view of still lots more snow. And we're in our last week of Vale, so get out there and enjoy the hills and the slopes and all of that great stuff because we only have one more week of Vale, everybody. So it's going to be a little bit cold for the next couple of days, but we'll take a look at the weather and see when we're going to get some warmth again because we want to get ready for all of those outdoor exciting adventure shows that we have coming up. So many great things that are going to be taking place. I can't even mention them all. We have the Minturn. We have the Market coming out. We have the Nottingham Park, all of the great events that they have between Mountain Pride and the Opry, and all of a sudden we have the Sundown exciting things that we have over there when the sun goes down and you get to watch all the bands play and everything like that. And of course, we're ramping up at the Ford Amphitheater. Lots of great things. And we just found out that Hot Summer Nights is back for Tuesdays. That's your free summer concerts that we have almost every Tuesday throughout the season over at the Ford Amphitheater. You can go over to grfavail.com to find out all about the great things that they have coming up. And of course, we still have the beautiful Villar Center for the indoor adventures that we have taking place. A full-on summer calendar is at VillarPAC.org. So check out all of that, and let's all do a little together hopefulness that we can break out of the sunshine and just get all these blue days ahead of us so we can be excited and get ready. Now, the one thing that we are going to be doing when the sun comes out and everything, we have all of those 
devices that we like to go on, the motivated scooters and all of the hoverboards and all of those things that take those lithium ion batteries. Well, the Vail Fire Marshal is giving us a big warning. We have to be very careful this year. Last year, there were over 354 mobility fires. So we want to be everybody safe. We want to keep you all safe and happy and have fun on all of these little things that you like to play around on. I stay on my own two feet, actually. But there's some things that you can take heat of, like the environment. You want to make sure it's not overheating and things like that. And there could be mechanical issues. You always want to check and you always want to take those ion batteries out when you're not using your device. And don't overcharge them. That's the biggest cause of fires. If you overcharge the battery for your little hoverboard or the scooters, they can explode. So just be really safe and careful this year. And we'll keep in touch with the fire department and give you more tips and ideas on how to keep all of that good stuff for you guys to remember. And I just want to remind everybody that the lovely Emily Francois, we're going to be having a memorial for her. If you recall, there was an avalanche that she was involved in and she did not make it. And she's a very, very special girl, 18 years old, getting ready to go off to college and everything like that. This is why we were always warning you guys about avalanche danger. We still have a week left, so please make sure you always check the avalanche situations. They had to close the back bowls in Vail last week because of a triggered avalanche that wasn't even expected. So that is what happens, and we want to just keep everybody safe. But if you knew, loved Emily, this is her big remembrance that we're going to have. It's at June 4th at the Vail Mountain School, and that's a Sunday, and we'll give you more information as the date gets closer. But we're all going to gather together in memory of Emily. And we have a great show for you guys today. So many great things are going on. And don't worry, I am going to be in the kitchen, but there won't be any problems. I'm going to bake doggy cookies for everybody, so that's going to be really fun. I'm going to show you how to make cookies for your pooch at your home and they're delicious, they're nutritious, there's lots of ingredients that you could put in and dogs just love them. So we're gonna do that today too. So yes, we're gonna be in the kitchen with me and a lot more great things today for the show. Now we have our new segment. We're gonna let you know what the bread of the day is. And that's right, we're gonna holla for holla, everybody. Holla is a bread that a lot of families from the Jewish religion enjoy, but everybody should enjoy it. It's an egg bread. It's baked by Amaza bread, and you can find it over at Knapp Ranch. Of course, all the great things are over at Knapp Ranch. It is such a good bread. If you've never tried it, it's kind of like an egg base, and it's just absolutely delicious, and it's great with every kind of spread. And I'll tell you one thing, a little tidbit, peanut butter and jelly on challah bread is super delicious. And it's got a really cool braided top, so you're just going to want to just dig your face right into it. It's a very delicious bread, especially when it's freshly baked. So check out your challah bread of the day. Now we are with Mark Sassy today. What's going on, Mark? I know that we have the weather report to check out, and he's out there on the scene, and I want to see if he's freezing his butt off. Mark, what's going on with the weather today? Want to say holla, holla, Liz. Yeah, it's a cold out here first thing this morning once again for the 21st day of April. I think we're looking at 16 degrees right here at the International Bridge in Vail. We have pretty clear skies first thing, not much of a breeze, uh, but it's not going to warm up too much. We are starting to become into the middle of another winter weather advisory uh, from 9 a.m. today until 9 a.m. Saturday morning. 
and they're calling for anywhere for anywhere from five to ten inches of snow depending upon what elevation you're at but we're just not out of the woods yet everybody the snow continues conditions on Vail Mountain are great Vail Mountain will close in three days as of today today tomorrow they close at the end of the day on Sunday um, so get up there and enjoy it before it's done for the season. Um, let's take a look at your weather for the day. Today we're going to see temperatures 20 degrees around 8 o'clock, 36 for the high temperature with a 60% chance of snow showers throughout the day. Looking at Vail's hourly forecast, snow showers all the way through the evening into tomorrow. Temperatures stabilizing midday to about 36. That'll be the high temperature dropping to about 29 this evening at 8 o'clock. A little warmer in Denver today with a high of 55, a mixture of sunshine and clouds down there. For Vail, 36 for the high, Avon 36, and Eagle 42, and a 60% chance for snow for Vail and Avon, a 30% for Eagle. This evening, 90% chance of snow showers, another 1 to 3 inches possibly tonight with a low of 22 degrees. And then looking at your weekend, the last two days of Vail Mountain being open for the season, we'll see 42 for high on Saturday with a 40% chance of some occasional snow. For Sunday, 49 degrees with a 10% chance, partly cloudy skies, more sunshine than clouds on Sunday. <clears throat> Excuse me. 51 for Monday with a 50% chance once again of a wintry mix, 70% chance of moisture and a high of 47 for Tuesday. And then 40% chance of moisture once again, partly cloudy skies on Wednesday with a high of 48. So it just continues. 16 degrees here in Vail right now. Uh, we'll see 36 for that high temperature. We should have sunshine out for a bit this morning. We're going to take it back to Liz in the studio. Actually, we're just going to let you know what to use for your lens of the day. Uh, what's the proper eye protection and the right lens tint for Cloudy skies, sunshine. We've got your Lens of the Day segment coming up next. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Thank you so much, Mark. We will get to the Lens of the Day a little bit later in the show. We first have to tell you about the resort report, what's going on in our final mountain that's open right here locally, and that's in Vail. One inch in the last 24 hours, seven inches in the last 48 hours is not going to stop like Mark. He's a Marksicle right now. He's freezing outside. 352 inches is our season total in Vail. 54 inches is your base depth today and your lift hours are 8.30 till 4 p.m. We're going to take a look. You have 11 lifts still available on Vail. 193 trails are still open and that's 70% of that terrain. That's plenty of terrain for you to get out there and enjoy a great day of skiing for the next four days that we have open for the valley, for the mountain rather, and please beware of avalanches. That's a look at your resort report. It's all brought to you by Sun and Ski located here in Avon. They have a great sale going on. Change of seasons means a change of fun toys that you could play with over at Sun and Ski. They've got accessories, clothing, and all kinds of things that you need for every single season. So go check them out today. Sun and Ski, hope for here in Avon. That's a look at your resort report. We'll be back with more great show right here after this. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center, everybody. Let's take a look at our Friday and the week. The snow isn't going anywhere every, anytime soon, everybody. Snow showers are likely today by 8 a.m., 20 degrees. 
36 is your high today. We do have a 60% chance of snow showers. Winds coming at us west-southwest 10 to 20 miles per hour. Taking a look at the full day by noon, we're going to have some more snow showers. By 4 p.m., continuing snow showers, and they stay on through the night by 8 p.m. and 29 degrees. It's going to be a little cold and everything like that, but we will get the hot days coming up eventually. Going over to Denver, 55 degrees and partly cloudy skies, partly cloudy skies throughout the Vail Valley as well. 60% chance of precipitation in Vail, 36 degrees. 42 degrees in Eagle with a 30% chance of snow showers. And 60% chance of snow here in Avon with 36 degrees. Taking a look at your overnight low is 22 degrees. 90% chance of snow overnight, everybody. Lots of snow showers, so we're just going to have to deal. And as we take a look at the week, it's not going away anytime soon. By Saturday, we still have a 40% chance of snow showers. 42 degrees for your high and 21 degrees for your low. By Sunday, tapers off a little bit, only 10% chance of precipitation. We have partly cloudy skies, 49 for your high and 23 for your low. By the time we get to Monday, coming back with some more snow, 50% chance of same. A nice wintry mix, everybody. 51 degrees for your high and 29 degrees for your low by Tuesday. Still snow, 70% chance of that. And of course, we have a 47 degree temperature for your high and 27 degrees for your low by Wednesday. Partly cloudy skies, 48 for your high, 25 degrees for your low, and a 40% chance of precipitation. It's all brought to you by Sun and Ski. Get on over there and check out all the great deals they have for the end of the season for winter, and then find out what they have for all the summer seasons coming up with some great gifts, ideas for you and your family as well. Now, with all this cold weather, it's a great time to curl up with a good book, right? So let's take a look at the Vail Valley Library District to see what they have to offer us today. Summertime is here and we all love laying out in the sun and reading a good book and just absorbing some new knowledge. And we've got one of the experts in this space, Carrie May from the Eagle Valley Library District. Thank you so much for meeting me. Yeah, thank you for being here today. I'm super excited to talk books. All librarians are typically excited to talk <laughs> books. Um, today, I really wanted to feature uh, some of our nonfiction content. Uh, typically, people think that's maybe not as exciting as all the new fiction we have coming in. But I just want to reassure you that we also have some really fun nonfiction coming in as well. And you've brought a lineup of books behind us. This one immediately caught my yes. eye. Yeah. So uh, this is the big book of tarot meanings. Uh, tarot is really hot right now. So if you uh, just happen to pick up a tarot deck and want a little more insight into what your reading may mean, uh, this is a great book to check out. And between that and then the cookbooks that you guys always have cycling yes. in, which this is something that I really need to dive into, <laughs> my cooking skills are terrible. So you can start with the beginner ones and just work your way up from there. Absolutely. And um, what's really great, too, is if uh, we have some really specific ones. So if you're, you know, kind of craving something specific, uh, this is a new one that recently caught my eye, uh, That Noodle Life. And um, I've already perused it, and it has uh, basically any type of noodle you can think of. We have Asian noodles, Italian noodles, and uh, believe it or not, it even has taco noodles. Whoa. All right. So I just signed up for my library card. I know what I'm doing later, looking into some taco noodles. And then beyond that, you've got some crafting books and some great books with just beautiful pictures that really bring what's in the ocean to life on yeah. a page. Yeah, so we always have a phenomenal collection of photo books. Again, this is an, a new one. Um, it really ties into our summer reading theme too, Oceans of Possibility, but it just has the most incredible, beautiful um, 
underwater pictures. And uh, whatever photo team worked on this just did a phenomenal job. They're beautiful, and I don't know how they got those pictures underwater. <laughs> I never know how they do that. So if people are interested in looking at the mm -hmm. nonfiction section and maybe chatting with you as the expert in this space, mm -hmm. where can they do so? So any of your Eagle Valley Library branches have a great nonfiction collection. We have branches in Avon, Eagle, and Gypsum. And just walk in and ask your local librarian. Carrie Mae, thank you so much for giving us all this great information and taking the time to chat us through some of these new books that you have. You're welcome. Thanks for being here today. I hope to see you guys in the library this summer. Make sure you come check out any of the Eagle Valley Library District libraries, only because they've got the best staff and, quite frankly, the best selection of books, and you want to start your summer reading. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got more of the show.